Our next guest, Dr. Michael Geist, professor of law and Canada Research Chair in Internet and E-Commerce Law at the University of Ottawa, here to talk about the big story in the Globe and Mail the other day, U.S. escalates trade concerns over Canada's online news and streaming bills. We're talking C-11. Michael Geist, good morning and welcome back. Oh, good morning. Thanks for having me again. Well, it's good to have you back with us, Michael. Just remind our listeners, if you would, please, because on that same page in the Globe, where you're uh, quoted in the article about U.S. concerns, there's also Margaret Atwood on Bill C-11 and why bureaucrats shouldn't tell authors what to write. There's the film industry calling on the minister to reject key Senate amendments as Bill C-11 clears the red chamber. This is all over again, Michael. And what's the story on the American concerns because now it's in the united states senate it is this bill is is really all over the place this week and and part of it stems from the fact that the senate did pass an amended version of the bill and they actually did fix some of the some of the bigger concerns that are out there but the heritage minister pablo rodriguez indicated to an industry conference that he didn't seem to think he was going to be willing to accept any amendments that matter. Right. It's rather remarkable. He was suggesting, listen, uh, this was the most extensive study the Senate has ever conducted on a bill, but I'm going to reject everything they do if it makes any changes, which um, I think is, is exceptionally frustrating for a lot of stakeholders. And it is also, I think, going to be very frustrating to the United States, which, as you indicate, has become increasingly concerned with Canada's digital policies, in particular bills like Bill C-11 and Bill C-18. So what specifically, uh, what language, give us the legal language, Michael, that's got the Americans all twisted up? Because the president's coming to town. He's coming to Ottawa next month, first state visit to Canada. And this is definitely going to be on the agenda. What are they bent out of shape about? Well, their concern, as as would be the case anytime they're going to cite the trade agreements that Canada has with the United States, is whether or not there is discriminatory treatment for U.S. companies. And Canada would say the same thing, of course, if Canadian companies are treated in a discriminatory fashion by U.S. laws. And in this case, they would point to something like C-11 and say, listen, you're creating a, a framework where U.S. companies, some of the large streaming services, sure. for example, will be required to contribute um, to funding pools, but won't be able to access those same funding pools in the way that their Canadian competitors are able to. And is that the primary concern? And I would assume, of course, these groups have been lobbying senators and uh, Congress people uh, in order to elevate the uh, the discussion period. And it, so far, it seems to be working. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt that, of course, uh, it's those companies that are affected that are driving some of the discussion coming out of the United States. This has been percolating for, for some time. Uh, you know, if you take a look at it, uh, there have been a number of meetings between the head of trade in the United States, known as the U.S. Trade Representative, the USTR, and their Canadian counterpart. They've been steadily increasing the, the concern list, so to speak. Mm -hmm. It started with some digital tax plans that Canada has, then extended to Bill C-11, and then just a month or two ago extended into Bill C-18, the online news bill. And now, as you point out, it is extending into the Senate, where senators from both parties, 
parties, Republican and Democrat, have now are, are now raising alarm bells about the Canadian plan. And you've already mentioned the Canadian Senate. And just yesterday, New Brunswick Senator David Adams Richards, uh, supposedly independent, but appointed by Trudeau in 2017, for all intents and purposes, a liberal, saying, quote, this law will be one of scapegoating all those who do not fit into what our bureaucrats think Canada should be, close quote. That's a good swat across the chops, isn't it? It is a remarkable speech that, that I encourage your listeners to take the time to find online, even if it's just some of the, the shortened version. And when you see uh, people like Senator Richards, people like Margaret Atwood, some of Canada's most acclaimed authors, taking a look at this legislation, and they're sounding the alarm bells. Uh, in large measure, because of the issue that, that has preoccupied so many when it comes to C-11, the fact that the government is moving into unchartered territory by regulating user content on platforms like TikTok and YouTube. And, you know, you've got the heritage minister. I mean, uh, it's hard to know how to describe it other than just misleading or gaslighting on this issue because, you know, into the former CRTC chair, independent senators, thousands of creators, now some of Canada's best-known authors, all looking at this legislation, all concluding that as, struck, as structured based when it came out of the House of Commons, that's what it was doing, despite what the minister has to say. The Senate's gone ahead and tried to fix it, and now the concern is that Pablo Rodriguez, the heritage minister, is simply going to reject the fix. So you and I have been talking about on the radio for quite some time, Michael Geist, and you and I can recall, probably you can recall conversations we had when the government of Canada, when asked, would you like to step in there and supervise the Internet, said, absolutely not, not a chance, don't even want to deal with it. So what's caused this incredible change of heart? You're right. We've seen a dramatic shift in approach just over the last few years. Yes. A much more aggressive approach. I mean, part of it is that I think we do recognize that, you know, Canada and many countries may, may have taken too much of a hands-off approach, that there are harms that take place online, mm-hmm. and that we need to ensure that we've got an appropriate regulatory framework and real accountability uh, from some of the companies to ensure that they behave in an appropriate fashion. But what they've done in this instance with Bill C-11 is touch on thousands of individual creators. And so when Pablo Rodriguez says platforms are in, users are out, it's just plainly wrong. It is clear that their content, the content of users, can be captured by this legislation, at least as the House uh, developed it. And what's amazing and and perhaps most frustrating now is that after all these Senate hearings, they came up with a fix that would largely exclude much of that content, address the issues that Rodriguez has said he wants addressed, and yet his comments to this industry conference just a day or two ago seemed to suggest he was even going to reject that compromise. Yeah, strange stuff. Final question to you, Michael. Great to have you back. And it's an, it's an aside question, but you mentioned it, so I'm going to ask you about TikTok. A lot of concerns south of the border, particularly about the insidious nature of TikTok and its ownership's relations with uh, Beijing. Are you uh, concerned about the TikTok representing any kind of national security threat? I'm not sure that it represents a security threat, but I think the, the concerns that we've seen raised are, you know, certainly merit a closer look. I think, though, it highlights that one of the fundamental problems we have is the government's been prioritizing the wrong thing. Mm. It needs to be prioritizing things like privacy 
and legislation on privacy seemingly goes nowhere with this government. So rather than taking steps to ensure that our data, our personal information is better protected, it's out there with legislation like this that, is, as you've been suggesting, has drawn the ire of even some of Canada's best-known uh, creators. Indeed. Michael Geist, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you for this. We'll talk again, for sure. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me.